This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Man, Trey, first of all, uh, he's an above-the-line special teams performer. Um, he's a running back that's capable of playing uh, in coverage units. And so he's a football player first. When you see running backs or offensive players uh, that excel in coverage units that are productive tacklers, like Rosie Nix, um, that adds value to your group uh, to be able to play offensive players in coverage units, and he, he gives us that. Uh, he's got a consistent run demeanor. He's tough. Uh, he's downhill. Uh, he finishes plays aggressively. All those things we like, and he's got really solid, consistent ball security. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. And welcome, everybody. Of course, that was Mike Tomlin referencing young Trey Edmonds, who's not that young because he's the oldest of the three. He's the oldest of the three. But yeah. he's still a young guy compared to us. And of course, talking everybody's about, young compared that's to true. us. Yeah. And I'm younger than you, by the way. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah, young he's... compared to me. <laughs> so, anyhow, he's talking about three brothers, right. which we have not had three brothers meet in an NFL game uh, since 1927. Right. When we had, of course, that would have been Cobb, Joe, and uh, Bill Rooney played for the Duluth, Duluth Eskimos. Eskimos. Now Duluth is way up north. That's from Minnesota. Duluth, Duluth Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. It's way up. It's up north there, man. Yeah, that's way a long up ways north. Up. Indeed, it is, my friend. And uh, that's probably the closest we came to that was my brother Ronnie and you and me when the Cardinals played. Right. You know, because that's as close to family three brothers we right. got. Right. Going in the NFL, but certainly for Trey, Tremaine, and Terrell. By the way, that's that's really interesting how they all, you know, because there's Farrell, who's the dad, dad, and then there's Felicia, who's the mom, otherwise known as Cookie Edmonds, as Mike Tomlin referenced right. her. Yeah, but uh, uh, you you've got the Trey, Terrell, and uh, Tremaine. Right. So those three together, and of course Tremaine and Terrell were the first time two NFL two brothers were taken in the NFL draft at the, in the first, first round. round yeah and that would be wow. how about 16 number 16 for Tremaine yeah and number 28 for Terrell and it's interesting Trey uh was was uh, a free agent an undrafted free agent in 2017 and uh the other interesting thing is they all three played at Virginia Tech yes they're yeah. Hokies yeah and I thought it was interesting because uh in the article I think who wrote this was that Joe Rudder uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Joe. All right. And Joe talked about Mike Tomlin talking about having dinner with Terrell and uh, and Tremaine and Farrell and Felicia, Mrs. Yeah. and Mr. and Mrs. Edmonds, uh, the night before the yeah. pro day yeah. for the Hokies. And the the dad Farrell played tight end for the Miami Dolphins. Right back yeah. in our day. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I wonder if the Hokies do the hokey pokey. Just, yeah. you know, it yeah. just is one of those things that crosses my mind. So given that, uh, it to me, it's like, it's pretty amazing. I'm um, sure they do. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Danny went to Virginia Tech. Didn't you ever ask Danny? 
That no, would be I your, didn't. I didn't. You know, my daughter, son-in-law, Natalie, yeah, my, yes. my son-in-law, uh, who played at uh, uh, wide receiver, uh, Danny Cole for Virginia Tech, dra- got drafted by the uh, Cowboys, was on their practice squad. He he had bad luck when he came into the league, uh, ACL, right. then shattered finger, and then when, when he was with the Steelers in training camp. Um, but anyways, he went. He you know the he he was a Virginia Tech Hokie. Uh, but I don't know. I, I've never seen him do the hokey pokey. <laughs> you know, this Bills defense is second in the NFL in the fewest points allowed, third in the NFL in fewest total yardage. Right. And Mike Tomlin talks about Tremaine, who is a big part of that. He's an inside he's linebacker, a, he's a, 97 he's tackles, nine tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, one interception. Eight passes defense. This guy is, is he's big, big, and he's yeah. talented. He's he, bigger than his brothers, he, right? He's much bigger than his brothers. It's like almost a head bigger. So you don't? Would you think he's like six four? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't. You know what? I um, I I I, I don't have the uh, uh, the roster right now, but I right? but I wouldn't be surprised. I think he's six three. Uh, six but three. I, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was six four. He's probably okay. So he's what two fifty. 240, yeah, yeah. something in the area, I would think. I don't know, but I think, to me, you know, it just it, – it's great that you could have the brothers come together. Now, I was yeah. with Terrell last night doing the Giant Eagle Market District out in Robinson. Uh, we were doing his show. Right. And I asked him about it. I said, so what's it going to be like when uh, you take the field and your brother's over there? Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, you know, it's – it's uh, before the game, I'll talk to him. At halftime, I'll talk to him. He says, but – in between, it's he's you know I just I don't even acknowledge it. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's got to put it away. Right. It, it, it's interesting, you know. Um, you know, but but it, they're not playing each other. No, they're not faced yeah, off. They're against not faced. Each other. They, uh, they, Unless uh, it's some sort of punt Trey or a Trey special is. teams would. Yeah, Trey is. Yeah, now Trey could be. Uh, you know, come into contact with his brother. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if they play him a little bit at the uh, fullback. Right. You know, as we've seen him do in, uh, in relief of rosy necks. He's six five, two fifty. Okay, so he's even bigger. Yeah, he's bigger than we thought. Yeah. All right, so yeah. he's. I was wondering because you're like going on. You got your, your yeah. Well, I was your looking. unibrow is coming together, and you're looking through your bifocals. Right. There. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what you were all trifocals. Like, trifocals. Right. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're even better. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, so beautiful. But six. Uh, six five, two fifty. My, he is a stud. He is big, yeah. and he's one of those sidelines to sideline players. Mike Tomlin said, "I can't say enough about young Edmonds in the middle of the defense. He makes plays at all levels. He's a sideline to sideline player and tackler. He's a capable blitzer, and he had an interception last week. Yeah, <clears throat> references as a complete player, and he's going to be a big part of that Buffalo defense when they come to town this right. Sunday night. Yeah." Yeah, uh, it, it, it's going to be a, it, it's going to be an interesting matchup uh, because um, Buffalo is still alive for the division championship. If they win, they clinch yeah, a spot. They yeah, say. yeah, and if they win, they clinch a spot as the wild card team. But uh, you know, I don't I don't believe uh, uh, New England's going to lose again. They got Cincinnati this week, um, but uh, you know. The uh, uh, they're they want you know they're going to be the five they're they're fighting for the five seed. Um, I don't think they've they've beat anybody with a winning record. 
uh, so far. The Bills. Uh, yeah. I have uh, to check that out. I don't think they did. Um, above a 500, you know, winning record. And and I, I, I just think, Kellen, do you, do, did you did you know? You know, okay, Kellen looked like you, you were about to jump in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think they've they've beaten anybody with a winning record uh, yet. And, um, uh, you know, they're, they're – uh, Right now they're the number five seed and the, and we're the number six seed and it uh, it would be curious. Uh, It'll be interesting. Yeah. But here's the bigger thing. I was talking to Terrell last night and I was saying to him, I said, "Look, Terrell, I said, you know, the first time my brother came to Pittsburgh, I went and picked him up the night before a game right. and brought him back to the house. We had dinner. Uh-huh. You know, now that's morning we had special teams and then special teams because my brother was a great Pro Bowl uh, kick uh, – I'm sorry, special teams guy. Uh, They were going to kick at him because he was the up back on the kickoff return to take him out of the blocking. Right. I said, so now you got the dilemma. Now you're sitting there. You know you have information you want to share with your brother, but you can't. Right. Because you have the team deal to to worry about, right? So now the whole day long, I'm going back and forth, and I'm, like, trying to figure out, what do I do? Do I do I tell them, hey, you know, make sure you, you they're going to kick the ball at you on the kickoff? That means how bad is that? Right. But at the same time, that's still betraying the rest of the boys. Right. In the locker room. So now you've got this dilemma. So I have them over to the house. We go and we eat and everything. Everything, oh, nice to see you and all that good stuff, hugging up and all, you know, the good stuff. So then the drive back to the hotel. Now it gets serious because – now I'm running out of time, and I still don't know what to do, right? Right. right. I pull up with what used to be the old Hilton. What is it now? I can't remember at the point. Uh, I don't know what it is That's now. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's at the point there. So I pull up in, the, in, in front of the hotel, and he starts getting out, and I'm going, I'll see you tomorrow and, you know, get a good night's sleep. And, and I'm, now I'm sweating bullets. Well, wait a second. We, we stayed at the Hilton. Okay, then it wasn't the, the Hilton, the, whatever it was, it was. It was the William Penn. Okay, you William Penn. Him off at. Okay, yeah. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was yeah. so long ago. Yeah, we stayed. Regardless, the, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Regardless, the well, point you is, know, you know, for journalistic integrity, as right? You, you always are, say. Ilkin. Good move. All right, so there, we're on a roll now. Yeah. So we're down at the William Penn, and I drops him off. Right. So I'm sitting there, and he starts to walk away, and I go, Ronnie. <laughs> He looks at me like, you know, like, what? You know, like I got three heads. And I go, tomorrow. He he comes back and he's leaning on the window going, are you okay? I go, yes. I go, tomorrow. Be careful. Be careful. That's exactly (laughs) what I said. That's all I could get out. And he looks at me and he starts to laugh and he goes, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. All right. And, you know, with that, and that was so funny. Right. Because over the years, I think about that over and over. Right. So I was talking to Terrell last night. I said, what are you going to say to your brother? And he goes, I'll just just acknowledge him. (laughs) But, you know, when the game starts. Right. He's a Buffalo Bill and I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler. Well, Terrell doesn't have to worry. Trey has to worry. Well, Trey yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Trey, I couldn't ask that's Trey. That's right. Yeah, because Trey is the, plays offense. He's 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 the running back. Um, it's a, that 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 is cool. Uh, that um, uh, the three brothers are playing uh, in this game, and uh, you know, uh, Cookie was was interviewed, and she said, "I I don't know what I'm going to do." She said, "If I wear a jersey, it's going to be covered by my coat." Because it's going to be cold, right? And right. then, and then she said, "But I'm going to wear accessories, so maybe it, it, it you know." Well, I gave it, him it, it, hoopy solution. Yeah, when it was in Pittsburgh, 
she wore a Steeler jersey and a Cardinals cap. Uh, when it was in St. Louis and she was there, she wore a Cardinals jersey and a Steelers cap. Was she in Arizona when we played? Um, or was that, you know? She was down there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was Arizona or St. Louis. I can't remember yeah, which I, one it was. I don't remember us playing. I remember us playing in, in preseason. Preseason, yeah, yes, yeah. in Bush State. That yeah, was the only yeah. time we did play there. Right. And, you know, we. I, I so it was Arizona. That's yeah, where, okay. That, that's right. Because we were hanging out with. Uh, um, with Fred, remember when we were uh, my buddy Fred uh, in St. Louis? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. and we were pushing up. He was in a wheelchair. He was a quadriplegic. He uh, broke his neck um, when uh, we were freshmen. When he was a sophomore, I was a freshman, and uh, in in spring ball. And uh, but but we were we were we were looking for Ronnie, and we saw him, and then we met Stump Mitchell. Do you remember that we met Stump? Stump. Yeah, yeah. And he truly was a Stump. And he was, yeah. Uh, uh, he, he was he, only like five seven. Yeah. He was really. He and, might even been smaller. And, and he was packed. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, he was as wide as he was. Right. Yeah. yeah. Tall. But the other thing I, I always remember from my brother because he, when he, he came to Pittsburgh at Three Rivers, it was the year after Lambert had retired. Right. Now my mom, you got to know my mom. Hoopy's a little bit out there. Okay, she's not nicknamed Hoopy for nothing. Yeah. Okay, so she had come to the game, and she and my stepfather were— I thought she was Hoopy because they couldn't say Wolfley. Yeah, yeah. but but it also it also took on a bigger meaning. Okay, okay. She's, right. you know, they couldn't get Wolfley. It morphed into <laughs> Hoopy, Hoopy. Then it, then it also became, this is who she is. Yeah. <laughs> this is our gal. Yeah. So anyhow, they're at the game, right? So my mom wants to give Ronnie a birthday present because his birthday was around whatever she had it. Right. Had something. So Ronnie knows ahead of time his mom wants to give him the birthday present. And he's not going to acknowledge that. He's got the game to worry about. Right, he's right, coming right. out for warm-ups, but he's not going to let mom, you know, pull one of her hoopy did, moves. Did she give her birthday present on the field? Well, that's what she wanted to do. So she starts yelling from the stands as he as he's heading back in, and he can hear her, and he's, she's yelling, Ronnie, Ronnie. She gets up on the dugouts. Oh, you remember the she's dugouts? Standing on the dugout? She's standing on the dugout, on the waving the her dugout. terrible towel, yelling, Ronnie, Ronnie. My brother refuses to look at her, right? So he's walking towards the locker room and through the tunnel. He's walking and not looking, and all of a sudden he gets a slap on the back and he hears this, hey, Ronnie. He turns around. It's Jack Lambert. Yeah. He goes, hey, Ronnie, your mommy is want- <laughs> wants you. <laughs> Ronnie goes, of all people, yeah. it's Jack Lambert yeah. that has to listen to mom. Call him from the top of the dugout. That was was that when he was working for Channel Four? Could have been yeah, when he yeah. was Scoop Lambert. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, but the funniest thing was when he said, "Hey, Ronnie, yeah. your mommy wants you." Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, that was yeah. too funny. Yeah, yeah. And Ronnie, to this day, you know, he will he sits there and he laughs. He goes, "You can't imagine how humbling it is to turn around and see Lambert laughing at you and and." Pointing to your mom, who's going and saying and saying your mommy wants you. <laughs> I so can, Ronnie's I can hear been through that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. well, you with your mom, you remember your mom? You you banned her from the games. No, I, my dad banned oh, your her. Your dad banned my, her. My oh, dad right. banned her from the games because every time someone could hurt, she start crying, and she goes, "Okay, you're no, you're you're no longer, you're coming." You know, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. with the families. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my mom and dad wouldn't sit together. Yeah, because my dad was always going, "Look, look, yesterday he screwed up again. The kid screwed up again." And then my mom would get upset. She'd get up and walk around the stadium 
So, yeah. you know, that's the way it was. Okay. We'll be back after this. We got more. We got Dave Lapham coming up. We're going to talk a little Cincy Bengals. And was Bill Belichick Wait, really you know, we're, we're, we're talking ignorant we're of talking. what the video was going What was going on with the video in Cincy? Yeah, we're going to talk to Dave about uh, what happened. <laughs> uh, 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 we in, got video gate. Yeah. Part two coming All up. Right. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You just love this, Jimmy. You know, I love Paul Simon. I, I do love Paul I can Simon. Tell. And, and it, it, you know, and Dave Lapham uh, also probably, he, he, he loves uh, Paul Simon because he's from our era. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. we, therefore, we welcome former Cincy Bengals brother hog and Syracuse man and the touch of Bengal land, yeah. our buddy Dave Lapham. Dave, how you doing, brother? Hello, Dave. Did we just lose Dave? And we had such a run up there. We got Paul Simon and Kodachrome, and yeah. we got all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and so we yeah. lost Dave. Well, we're, we're, well, maybe we're, he didn't charge his phone up yeah, or something yeah. like that. The, the reason we played Kodachrome is because <laughs> uh, uh, we were uh, we were going to talk about uh, the uh, New England crew uh, that was um, exactly it was uh, videotaping and uh, in the press box, and uh, you know it was. Uh, well, the Patriots are being accused of filming another team's sideline right. during an NFL uh, game. So we're going to bring in our buddy Dave Lapham. Dave, are you there, brother? Yeah, I think the Patriots are messing with our line. <laughs> oh, you're a fellow conspiracist. I can see that already. Uh, I love you, man. Uh, you know, everybody. So, Dave, did you see what was going on uh, at the Cleveland Cincy game? Uh, uh, and the accusations of uh, 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 against the New England Patriots again. Didn't see it. Um, heard about it. You know, after the game on the, on the flight home, um, basically they had a, an advanced a scout there, and everybody has advanced scouts at football games. There's no issue with that. But they had a film crew of three guys, a cameraman and a couple other people in the crew that were filming this advanced scout for a do your job feature that runs, uh, you know, on the Bengals' website. Um, that is, that's not quote football operations. It's, it's craft productions. You know, it's, it's the marketing extension of the empire that, uh, <laughs> that Robert Kraft has. So, um, this, this, this video guy though, sets up a tripod in the bank, in the press box up in Cleveland, right in front of a Bengals uh, scout. And he just, he trains, he trains the camera on the, on the, the sideline, the Bengals sideline. And the scouts looking and can see in, you know, in his little box, the little video, the, the little screen box that he's shooting the Bengals sideline. You know, he's just got to train right on that thing. He's, he's, the guy's basically blocking the scout's vision. You know? so, so he goes, uh, he goes over to um, PR, and PR gets um, security, and security gets the NFL involved. And the NFL representative, you know, uh, says, "Let's, uh, you know, let's let's do something here. Uh, give me the tape." And so uh, the, the NFL is is uh, studying the tape, and I guess something's coming down today. Bottom line is, he knew, and everybody knew that it's against league policy to shoot a sideline, <clears throat> and he had it fixed on that sideline for. 
you know, eight or nine straight minutes or whatever, just <laughs> filming, uh, filming what was going on in the Bengals sideline. He's the Martin, he's the Martin Scorsese of the NFL, man. <laughs> Yeah, Eight minutes. So, you think it's any mistake they were just pointing it right at the Bengals' sideline? No, it never moved. I mean, it just moved right <laughs> on it. It was like, you know, saying B-roll. Well, it, there were no, like, stadium, you know, wide wide uh, shot scenes. No no shots of the of the actual scout, the advanced scout, doing his work, you know, diligently, you know, uh, pensively looking at the field. They never shot the dude, you know. Like, <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, it, it's it's kind of now. I guess the question becomes: Was he told to do that, or is he a rogue guy that said, "I'm going to do this, and I'm going to impress uh, Bill Belichick and the, and the Patriots with some, uh, you know, some interesting video?" Well, who, I, I guess that's he said, she said. But bottom line is, they've they've um, basically admitted to the fact that unknowingly, this guy shot the the uh, sideline, quote unknowingly shot the sideline. So they know they're looking at a fine. They're just trying to figure out. To what extent they take it? Was it uh, was it orchestrated by the organization? Was it a rogue deal? You know, and and a lot of people are going to say, you know what, shooting the sideline, big deal. I mean, the advanced scouts go there and they're they're um, looking at signals and writing them down and all that stuff. But the advantage you get there is it's against the league rules. Plus, if you have a guy shooting the whole thing, it allows the advanced scout to do something else. Now yeah. you get you get a, you get an edge, you know, and they're looking for every competitive edge you can get, <laughs> and that that gives you an edge because you know because, and and they say not to do it for a reason. If thirty-one teams don't do it, and one does. That's a competitive edge, and that's you know that's against league policy. So they're going to get slapped with something, but you know you can't find Bob Kraft enough. The guy owns the world, so uh, the, the money doesn't mean anything. But you know, when when they had the uh, the Spygate before. I mean, they lost, you know, first-round draft pick, 31st pick of the draft. Uh, Belichick could find a half million bucks. The organization could find 250000 And, you know, part of it was they were they were shooting the Jets' sideline to get signals. Right. That's exactly what they were mm-hmm. exactly doing in this game. You know, shooting the sideline to get signals. And when you think about it, um, Zach Taylor is a first-time play caller. Lou Anarumo, first-time play caller. I mean, it's kind of uh, everybody around the league realizes that the Patriots have a vault of video of coaches with their signals. So they wanted to add to the vault. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. You know, and do you think the, the, the guy that was uh, part of Kraft Video Protections goes, I'm going to get uh, I'm going to get a raise and an upgrade because uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring this to Belichick and. Uh, uh, you know, I it, it, no, yeah, no, you don't think so? No, it, there's, you think this Belichick is, was in the, I this is my hallucination about it. You got independent contractors, right, Dave? These guys are supposedly right. they're independent contractors. They independently were told dependently to to do a little filming there, right? Get some signals, uh, but they got plausible deniability. Do the the Patriots right? Yeah. Because you can sit there and go, oh, they, these guys are independent contractors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? Well, Find them what? Right. That, well, that, that's what's going to happen. Is is um, this guy's going to fall on the sword, and uh, he's going to he's going to take the bullet, and he's going to get fired, and then Bob Kraft's going to give him three or four grand a month, take care of him for life, just like the equipment guys, just like, like the so, equipment like manager. The yeah, either, those guys are either dead or getting paid. I think you're getting paid. <laughs> you don't hear anything from them, you know. So this guy, this one guy's going to take the bullet. And then just go into early retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm going. I can't believe this actually happened. Right. You know. I mean. You would think that 
that there's no way they'd even come anywhere close to doing something like this again. And here it is. I, I know. That's that's the thing is, uh, you know, it's like, okay, one thing that Bill Belichick is is intelligent. And why you would even think about coming close to uh, to walking that line again uh, is is almost almost incomprehensible. But so you know that's the story that's going to be sold is it was a rogue employee deciding to <laughs> to do something and uh, trying to better his lot with the organization and and uh, and he he'll fall on the sword and he'll go into early retirement. Kraft will have on his uh, retirement plan. So how uh, David? How much how much hoopla is there? Uh, at the Bengal organization, because you guys played New England this week. Uh, and uh, so, you know, uh, what's going on? What, what it, what's the mood and, uh, and, and how that, that it's playing out? Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, they're, they're just going to let the Patriots worry about, uh, you know, the problem that they created. The Bengals didn't create the problem. I mean, the Patriots, uh, I, mean, I, I guess they're probably going to say it's the of course, Patriot Nation is blaming the Bengals. Oh, this is ridiculous. They're one in twelve. The thing is, in my mind, if this is truly a uh, an organizational uh, marketing piece for the website, and they call it "Do Your Job," okay, one week they're they're they do a little piece on the equipment guy, one week on the chef, one week on the trainers. This is the first opportunity that they've had with an employee that's at an opposing stadium, and I don't I don't. I think it was necessarily the case that the that the Bengals, you know, are one in twelve. They would have done it with an undefeated team if that team was the next team on the on the docket or anything in between. It was the first chance to get video at a stadium from an opponent, and this particular opponent had a new play caller, offensive play caller, new defensive play caller. They have no history on the signals. And I'm telling you, man, you watch Belichick. I I, I saw some sound from uh, an NFL films that uh, documentary they did in the Super Bowl. And you hear Belichick, Belichick going, we're Sean, we're Sean. He studies the opposition head coach for body language. You know, just like with, with players, uh, they fix their gloves if they're going to have a receiver, if they're going to catch the football. They, they buckle their chin strap a little tighter if they're going to block. You know, you give, signal, you give body language signals. We would study opponents. Oh, his foot's back. He's going to, you know, go inside. Right. His, mm-hmm. his stance is parallel. He's like, the coaches do the same thing. So he's looking for any edge he can get. That's why he has this, quote, vault on, uh, you know, on coaches and signals. And, and it, okay, the special teams coach, he has one body language when it's a normal deal. When he's going for a fake, maybe he puts his hands on his knees and he starts studying it a little bit more. You know, looking for any kind of tip like that. I mean, this this guy is, is one of the most uh, detailed, exhaustive, you know, preparation guys there is in the history of football. That's what, that's what makes him great. And uh, he'll say, you know, we're competitive. And we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna go over the line, <coughs> but we're competitive. You know, we're not gonna, right. we're gonna do everything we can right up to the line, <coughs> whatever the line is. I I found it very interesting that the tape recording guy, when he got confronted, said, "Can I just erase the tape and we forget about it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, "I'll I'll just go I'll just go ahead and delete it." I mean, if he's if he's shooting B roll for for a uh, feature piece. He's shooting it in the press box through a glass window. It's terrible, you know. It's not it, the clarity's not. If you if if you're down there, you want to be on the field shooting B-roll. You can be in more places than a press box, you right. know. And, and uh, but if you're in the press box and just train it right on the sideline, and you know, I guess they felt that being being right in front of everybody, it was the easiest place to hide. 
And if he did not, if the Bengals scout wasn't sitting right behind him and having his view obstructed by his screen on his on his camera, you're like, what the hell? He's shooting our sideline. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there thinking that might have not been the brightest bulb. <laughs> You know, the guy shooting the camera. I mean, you might want to think about who you're blocking so that, uh, you know, you might not get busted so easily. Well, and the other thing is, you know, it's like if he if he was part of a big plot, uh, instead of asking about deleting it, he should have just deleted it. it takes like three seconds. Right. And he, he asked about it and then didn't do it. So that's I mean, even better. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. I, and so they're going to look at the uh, uh, tapes today. Uh, and yeah, then well, they've been looking at him. They've been uh, looking at him. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, because it, it was sent to the league, you know, right away it was confiscated. And they've looked at him for a couple of days. The, the word is that a ruling's coming down today and it's not going to be really that harsh. It's going to be, they're going to be fine because it's a league rule. You can't shoot the sideline. They're going to get fined for that. But I don't think there's any suspension or loss of picks or anything like that because I, I think uh, a lot of people around the league's feeling is, well, you know, it's nothing big time more than you could get by just looking at game tape, you know, and seeing the sideline on game tape on a on a sideline shot and looking at signals. Right. Uh, I beg to differ. Yeah. I beg to differ because, you know, it's like, again, like I said, worst case scenario, it allowed that advanced scout to do something else. So he didn't have to sit there and document hand signals and, and put the sub packets into play. I mean, they're running, you know, uh, substitutions on the field. So they're documenting the sub packages and the signals that go right. with it, and all that stuff's useful. You know, it's, that's why they're you're not allowed to video this stuff. You know, they they make you work harder to piece it together, and uh, you're not allowed to do it. And like I said, they got their hand caught in the cookie jar doing it, uh, stealing, uh, stealing the jet signals. You know, yeah, um, and Mangini, and he, Mangini, Mangini blew, it, yeah, because right? he knew he he, he was part of it. Patriot. Yeah, he was right. part of it when he was a Patriot coach. He, exactly. You know, David, you make an interesting comment about uh, uh, Bill Belichick studying body language of the opposing coaches, because in the Super Bowl uh, against um, against the uh, Seattle Seahawks, uh, before that last play, he kept saying, "Wait, wait, wait," and and because they were saying to call yeah, time yeah, yeah. And Matt coaches. Patrice was going crazy. Uh, Patricia was going crazy, and right. he was saying, "What do you want to do, Bill? What do you want?" He goes. And he kept saying, wait, wait, wait. Yep. And he was yep. looking over to the other sideline. And uh, he but, was waiting for Pete Carroll to blink, and he did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, he, he wanted to wait till the he was playing poker. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the highest stakes. And that, that's Bill Belichick, man. And he, yeah, wait, we want to see what we're going to do based on what he does. And let's wait and see if he calls a timeout. Let's see what kind of personnel he puts in there. Yeah. I mean, the dude, uh, the dude's got guts. There's no question about that. So. David, do you think Bill was aware of this? Absolutely. You know, I asked him that very question on our uh, on our conference call. I, you know, he said his comment was, "This was separate from football operations. This was a craft uh, productions um, deal, and and we don't look at any of their video." And I said, "Well, coach, let me ask you this: an advanced scout is a football operations person." You're saying it's separate from football operations, but an advanced scout is part of football operations. So if they're on the road shooting a piece on one of your football operations people and a critical piece to it, because he's part of your, you know, going to be part of the advanced game planning and all that sort of thing. You had no idea. You were not told anything about, about this particular project and long pause. Nope. And I'm thinking, dude, 
you pick the toilet paper everybody uses. You're a control freak. <laughs> how, how would you not know that? Really, exactly. You know I mean? David, you sound like a guy Dave, who went to class Dave, at Syracuse University, yeah, baby. Uh, unlike, <laughs> unlike, unlike Craig Woofley. <laughs> Dave, that was a great, that was that was a great, great question. question. That was a great question. And I forgot that uh, uh, you would have access to him yesterday uh, in the conference call. or or, or, or So you, it was a distinctive long pause before he answered that, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, pause, and he said, nope. And that was the end of the answer. You know, he didn't want, he didn't want to uh, – elaborate whatsoever and right. he didn't really answer it when you no. asked him the first question where he says well those are the craft uh, uh productions and uh, uh you know he didn't he that didn't really very he interesting didn't, he didn't David. answer the question no and then I, I asked him i said okay well do you think that this video uh person that's a rogue employee that for whatever you know i can't i can't come up with a reason why he would decide on his own to shoot the sideline right people were saying was a quarter I mean, what what do you think his mindset was? Is he a rogue employee? What what do you think? You well, um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I can read other people's minds and what they're thinking. And he said, all I can say is we've released a statement that covers everything. Now he was it. trying to get a promotion. <laughs> Although exactly. he was wearing Boston Bruins gear, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, David. I want to thank you so very much for coming to the yeah. locker room this morning, man. It's good to talk with yeah, you, brother. Dave, great insight. Uh, great insight. Uh, yeah, great uh, question too to Bill Belichick. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, brother. You got it, man. Anytime. Loved it. All right. All right. Thank you so much, bro. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. All right. And that's that's the touch of Bengaland. That right. would be Dave Lapham. Yeah. Who is the color guy for and, and the Cincinnati Bengals been, radio been network? He's a good buddy of ours. He for is a great. Long and a Syracuse time. man. Yeah. And a Syracuse man. And a Syracuse graduate. <laughs> Thank you very much, yeah, George. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's go to break. Yeah. All right. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Yes, money. Money. You know, we talk about a lot of guys as being, you know, like the Wizard of Boz. Yeah. Money. You know, you talk about, uh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster. He's out there. That's money, right? He's expected to practice this week. Yeah. But now we're also talking about the fact that you can make some serious money out of just watching. Yeah. I mean, how do you do... A hundred thousand dollar watch of a game. I mean, I how, how do you I, do that? I didn't get that. Uh, I read the article. Right. He was watching the game. Yes. It was streamed, and yes. it was the Cowboy game. Yes. And uh, now, what is thump? And this is what we're gonna we gotta we gotta preface this by saying we need some help from some younger we, people we out want, there. We want to know if we could get that job <laughs> before before that. We gotta understand what the job is. Yeah. How do you, what is thump, and how do you stream, and what is a switch, and all that stuff. A popular I, I don't switch know, I don't know streamer. the lingo. I don't, I don't know. I, don't I think know the it's lingo. Twitch. I do know Twitch. that. 
All right, yeah. so it's not Twitch or Switch. It's Twitch. Uh. So I can't even get that right. But the point is, somehow with Thump, whatever that is, all right, you got we, we got Juju watching the Chi-Town Bears, the Bears, the Bears, playing the Buffon hair-dressed Cowboys. Right. Because, you know, they were always Buffon hair yeah, back in the but day. They're, but they're known they're no longer. longer. They're no, longer. it's not really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jerry, Jerry Jones Raleigh, ain't got enough hair Raleigh for used Buffon. to go. They, they, oh, he, he did. did. That's, he didn't they're like Buffon, them. yeah. And he, you know, he used to talk about their computers yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah. everything is computerized now. But what we don't understand was yeah. he's playing Fortnite, that being the Juju, right? So he's playing Fortnite, and then he does some switch. What's Fortnite? What's... I don't know. Right. I don't understand all this stuff. Well, all right, t- Kellen, we need some help here. What's Fortnite f- is like an online game. It's like kind of like uh, Call of Duty. Like oh. kind of run around. Like it's like a free for all. Do you shoot type stuff thing. in that? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's a free for all battle. Yes. Is, and, and then other I people just... can join in. What's that? Other people can join in. Yeah, the same it's like game? an online thing. Yeah, you play. I don't know how many people are in a in a group. I don't play the game. I just know what okay. it is. Okay. Yeah. So the you're playing Fortnite now. Somehow he goes to thump or switch and watches the Bears and the Cowboys play, and he gets paid a hundred thousand dollars to do that. I didn't understand. Was he playing Fortnite as he was watching the Cowboys and the Bears? I don't know that. I know there are like world Fortnite tournaments in which you can win tons of money. I think really? a kid that was like 17 or 18 won like two or three million dollars playing Fortnite. Wow, wow. Get out. No, yeah, for sure. I'd like I'd like to I'd like to get in a tournament of pinball. <laughs> think about it. Yeah. You're playing Fortnite somehow you switch over to watching the, the Bears and the Cowboys play. Yeah. And then that qualifies you for a payout of $100,000. Man, I want that job, Chalooch. Yeah, yeah I, I want it too. How wow. ridiculous is that? I mean, think about this. What would you What would you watch for $100,000? Okay, let me let me like, okay. How about a chick flick? Any chick flick? Uh, I would. Yeah, yeah you would. Of course, you yeah, would. Yeah, the heck, you would. Yeah, I'd watch anything for hundred thousand. But, but, but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't analyze it. No, no, no. It wouldn't be. I don't think you'd analyze it. Uh, well, All could, right. What about um? What about what about reruns of Barney the Dinosaur? Now that would be a little rougher. That'd be harder. But you'd you'd take the hundred grand. You'd you'd plow your way that through so, it. What was that song? Uh, um, that they the Barney the Dinosaur. Something Same. so irritating. Yeah, right. It yeah. was so irritating. All right, here's now here's one for both. I love Kelly, you, you can you weigh on me. this too, please. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I love you. You yeah, love yeah. me. Yeah. We're a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, how about this? Twenty four hours of watching the Hallmark Channel. Okay, you got to really think about this. One. Well, I, at Christmas time, I'd watch it because they they got all Christmas shows. I'd watch the Hallmark. So you'd Channel. watch the Hallmark yeah, Channel. Yeah, yeah, for a hundred for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. how about you, Kellen? I, I, of course, tough. Yeah, I mean, when really, as we sit here and think about it, you'd have to. I mean, hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to. But that one, that one would be rough. Yeah, yeah. And I, don't you right in the sense of. Around Christmas time, that's a little more palatable. Yeah, right? at least there's movies and stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, uh, it's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. I think is going to be on there. I, Have you I'd ever watch watched that. the whole thing? I've oh, never I've, watched I've, the whole I've, thing. I, I used to watch It's a Wonderful Life every time it came on. Every time it came on. I when never I was watched a kid. the whole thing. You uh, never watched the whole thing. No, never watched the whole thing. You know where Jimmy Stewart's from? Indiana, yeah, Indiana Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, there's, there's the Jimmy there's, Stewart Airport up there, and there's the Jimmy Stewart Museum. 
That's right. Probably, yeah. you know, not too far from yeah. the Jimmy Stewart Airport. Yeah. And Jimmy Stewart Road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, Juju gets $100,000 for doing that. I'm thinking to myself, get Zooks. You know, that is really – I think – think about it, Chaluch. We didn't even make that $100. kind of money. $100. No, no. We, we didn't, didn't even make, make $100 to do something like that. <laughs> no, but uh, to, to get to – a hundred thousand. We it it we didn't make that until like our our fifth sixth year in the league. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you think about compared to what the numbers are like today, it's yeah. like overwhelming. Well, you know, it, it is overwhelming. But uh, I, you know, I, I'm just thankful for for my 14 years, and I had more fun than I deserved. Uh, so if you understand what a switch or a twitch or a no, thump I don't, is, I don't understand it. No, no, I'm asking. The people out there yeah. listening. If there's anybody there who understands how Fortnite switching, twitching, thumping, whatever gets you. Okay, Kelly, you got something? I've done a little bit of research. Okay. Twitch is like a, a streaming platform in which gamers and like people like that, they, they they basically broadcast their games. So you could play like Madden, the NFL game. You could play Fortnite, whatever. They stream it and a bunch of people watch it. Um, and like some of the big ones, they, uh, you, they, you they mean you're, make money out of it or whatever. You're watching somebody else's video game? Yes, that is a thing. No. That's like, that's like oh, yeah. standing over someone's shoulder and watching them play pinball. It's basically the same thing, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we got to go to Pinball Wizard. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is – now. okay, so you have get a, you get a number of people that would be watching. Now, how does it – Do you remember when we used to play Pole Position at Alice Cafe? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That was like a big thing. That, know, was, that was, but we kept running out of quarters. Right, yeah. You know, because then you had to go up there and go, "Hey, I need some more quarters." Yeah. And then the, the bartender would pretend like pretending that, uh, oh no, you, I didn't see you, you know. And then you wait for five minutes, like, "I'm my game, I'm lo- my game, I'm losing. It's killing you." Yeah. This is the way it was done back in yeah. the old days. Yeah. All right, so you've got switch, twitch, thump, whatever, uh, and it's a social media platform. Yes. But then you switch over to watching the game. I don't know how that uh, okay. that part works. See, now does that mean everybody who was watching you play Fortnite or whatever, it now watches you watch the game? Well, you know, maybe maybe because um, don't Juju, we have any late like, millennials wait, wait, out there wait, wait, listening? Wait, 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 uh, I think it's Gen Next. It's not millennials. Uh, okay, uh, you know, um, I think because Juju may have such a huge. Uh, social media following. I think that is what it is. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, because he's always doing something. Right. No, uh, I, I get that. But then, okay, so well, I'm trying to understand what you know. If Fortnite is the game and people are watching that, and then you switch over to watching the game, so are people watching you watch the game, or are they watching the game with well, you? Let's talk. Watching fo- you let's, watch let's the talk game. Football. Let's They're, talk football. Well, I, I, I'm, I will. I'm, 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 sick, of, I'm sick of this me, conversation. Excuse me. Hey, you let me write the show today. Yeah. I'm writing the show. Yeah. I'm interested in this. This is what's. It's got me bugified. You know, I'm saying, how do you do that? How do you sit there and watch somebody watching a game? You're not playing the game. You're watching the game, but somebody's watching you watch the game. Yeah. Now, doesn't that like make you your head spin? And no. then you're going to get a hundred thousand dollars to do that. It, it, it's it's boring me. I'm sorry. I, Kellen's getting it. You're getting it, right, Kellen? I mean, you asked for help, so I'm just giving you the Thank help. You. Hey, there Kellen, you go. You're, 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 you're very helpful. Thank you. 
He's getting it. Yeah. Okay. So finally, and if, if anybody can call in and explain this whole whole mess to us, the number is 412-919-1316. Okay. All right. There. All right. Now I'm done with so that. So you want to continue with it because ask I just want somebody call. to help me understand how this happens. Yeah. Because I don't know how you can make 100000 Why don't you ask Juju of, at practice today? Well, I will, but he's not here now. And it's now that's happening and not then. Yeah. You got to understand how it goes. Yeah. Otherwise, we would simply be talking about the fact that we're watching somebody watch a football game. And that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Yeah. And getting paid for it. So, having said all that, the good news is, speaking of Juju, he's expected to practice. Right. Today. Yeah, yeah. How big is that? What would you say about that, Chalut? I, I think uh, Juju playing Sunday is big. You know, we need everybody coming back for Sunday night. Uh, because it's the Bills, uh, and um, uh, this is uh, uh, the continu- continuation of playoffs. Right. Uh, you've got to you you've got to pl- uh, approach this game like a playoff game because if you lose, You're you diminish trouble. your chances, uh, and especially if you lose to Buffalo. Uh, so uh, if you beat Buffalo, then you guys are uh, both uh, both at 9-5, uh, uh, and, five, and uh, uh, you, you take over the fifth seed, which means you'd go to probably Houston, uh, who's a sub-500 five, sub division winner. Uh, and, you know, I... I I'd like that. You you know that that would be very good because you you've got a really good chance of advancing to the in, in from the uh, wild card round to the divisional round. You have the Bills who are definitely inspired because they win. They've locked up a, a playoff berth. Right, right. So it's going to be a great game. And the thing about it is, I'm really excited because now with Juju on board, hopefully, if if Juju is able to come out and play and not just participate in, in a you know, limited fashion, yeah, and then get ruled out on Friday or something like that. If he's able to really come aboard, think about it. Look at the growth two weeks ago, James Washington. Think about the growth a week ago of Deontay right. Johnson. Right. I mean, you've had significant upheavals of of ability in these two young men. They have come along big, and if you can get Juju going, that would really add to a lot of the elements that you are able to put out there. Right. Yeah. I. Uh, you know. You've got the more weapons you have, the better. And and you know the the way that um, a Duck uh, distributes the ball, it's you know you've got a nice situation. Uh, so we'll we'll see we'll see. And and Jimmy uh, and James Conner. Uh, James Conner is also expected to practice. Right. So I'm excited about that because, and we'll go into more in the second hour, but um, I'm excited in the fact that we get him back, and I think that he is a guy that uh, can help out so very much. And Because I wanted to go into the second hour and talk about the running back by committee versus the one dominant featured back right. and go back and forth about it. And I know you're you're big on Kareth White. Right. I, I think you're exactly right on as far as this guy is is exciting. But I'm really – in my mind, I'm hoping that James gets back. Yeah, and, I'd like, I'd like to. Yeah. My problem is, again, I wonder if that's just one of these. It feels better now because he's had two weeks off. Right. But he's missed five of the last six. Yeah. Does it come back and you doink that shoulder again? Yeah, and you, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't know. So it's going to be uh, interesting uh, to see how how much. I mean. 
I wonder if they're going to be in pads today. And if they're in pads today, uh, how much jostling um, will James be able to take? That's a, that's a great question. Because one of the things I do believe, and I thought Jalen Samuels had stepped up and was a, an effective third down blitz protector. Right. All right. Um, but James is better. In my uh, most humble yeah, opinion, well, James, I look at it. James and I think is a that com- James, yeah, he's a complete back. Complete back. He's a three-down back. Right. There's no question in my mind. So just looking at it from that aspect, um, I would just, you know, I would be greatly encouraged mm-hmm. to think that, uh, you know, he might arrive yeah. and play in the game full time. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it, it would be great to have him. Be great to have him and Juju get get. Uh, get your weapons back. So we got uh, uh, Jim Wexel coming up. Right. Steel City Insider at yeah. the top of the hour. Yeah. That's Tunch. I'm Wolf, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we are efforting Jim Wexel. I'm not sure right now if Kellen's got him. But anyhow, regardless, we're going to get to uh, Jim when he comes on. He'll tell us what's going on in the locker room. You're in the in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf right here. And Any word, uh, Kellen? Okay. All right, uh, so you want to you go to one of in the our, meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to go to one of our guys that can maybe explain to us yeah. what Twitch, Thump, Fortnite, whatever all right. is all about. Let's go to Eric in Virginia. Eric, welcome to the locker room, and I hope you could shed some insight. <laughs> to- we need help. <laughs> all right, so uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So Twitch is a streaming website. You can stream anything on there, really. Like, you can stream video games. Uh, On Mondays, they stream Bob Ross, uh, football games. Uh, This is about anything. Now, when they when you say stream, they – okay, they say the the Bears and the Cowboys. They put that game on, right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. So how does does Juju – Go from watching Fortnite with people watching him to watching the Bears Cowboys with people watching him watch the Bears Cowboys. I don't get it. So uh, people people can set up a, like a stream and invite other people to watch, and they probably reached out to Juju and said, "Hey, if you want to, you know, do a little bit of Fortnite and then stream this game with us, we'll pay you X amount to watch this game. Kind of like a watch party." And they're really? paying him for an appearance. A watch party. Okay, now that made more sense. Cause, I, I, I never he- I heard of yeah, that. Yeah, and watch that would party. be a watch party would be like watching Fortnite, right? Right. But then you watch. Now, would would they be able to see Juju watching the game, or they just watch the game knowing that Juju is watching the game? So Juju could stream himself and and like watch stream him watching the game, or if he's with the person that and like paid him for the. Uh, for the watch party appearance, then they can they can stream themselves, and a little window will show up with the people that are streaming. And if they have a webcam, they can they can show themselves. Get out! Do watching the game, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into this. You can you can stream like just about any video game. 
and it's not just juju and and like there's like professional people that this is their job they sit around all day and they'll stream for hours and they get paid by twitch to uh stream these video games you're kidding me Wow. I'm not. <laughs> man, oh, man. Well, thank you so much. My. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming to the locker room and explaining what we couldn't explain. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Of course. Hi. Thank you, brother. Hi. Alrighty. Now we have Jim Wexler. Now we do indeed have Jim Wexel. Please welcome Steel, in- Steel City Insider Jim Wexel. Hello, Wex. How are you, buddy? Hi, guys. Sorry for the phone mix-up. Not a problem. I do that all the time, as you well know. Yeah, <laughs> we get we get out of the locker room closes at eleven, and uh, I was frantically I, I was frantically not getting any news. Ah, so yes. I, I went up to I went up to Dave DeCastro. I said, Dave, I'm going on Punch and Wolf. I got to have something. What do you got? Any any news brewing here? What do you got? He goes, Well, uh, you know, you just told me how fun it is to. Uh, uh, be in an underdog's role this year. And ah. uh, he, he, of course, wasn't putting Ben down, but he said it's so fun with the low expectations and duck quarterbacking and everybody has confidence in him. And uh, so he talked about how fun it is to play this year. Oh, you know what? And, you know, it, it is fun to be the underdog. And it, it is fun when uh, nobody expects that of you and you make a run uh, for it. That, that is fun. And, 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 you know, I, people say, well, if they make the playoffs, uh, uh, that's good enough. But, you know, when they get in the playoffs, that's when they're really underdogs. And, and I wrote this morning for the first time, I believe. Now, they've been underdogs. But when they went to New England as six-point underdogs, there was still a, a lot of pressure on this team to finally win there with Ben and and whatnot. And uh, I, I had to look back to you, you guys back in 1989. Uh, when you made that run with another mm-hmm. number six at quarterback, and, and you guys really, really uh, impressed people in the playoffs. And, and I had the feeling then that you got out of that uh, game and you said, wow, that was really good. We, we did well. Uh, next year's going to be great. Yeah, and it wasn't. And, 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 and I think and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think this is the first time there's that uh, going to be that actual feeling if they do make the playoffs. You know what's interesting too is probably did you at th- all talk to David about the fact that it's a, so much quieter and less hassle than than it, it has been in the past? Well, he mentioned that there's no drama uh, right. going on like that. Yeah, and he he appreciates that. Sure. Well, that's cool. See, I, to me, I think one of the biggest things coming along this year is the fact is you don't hear anything out of the locker room. I mean, we don't have any sort of real news. You know. Uh, other than you have just, me on every week to talk about what's going on in the locker room. What are you saying to me? What I'm saying is there's no you know <laughs> drama. Stuff, drama. He's, yeah. he's talking about drama. <laughs> Thank you, Wex. <laughs> but yeah, I know. You said there's nothing coming out of the locker room. What I mean is drama. Exactly. So, so that to me, that's a great positive because that's something that I think is is really hurt this team in the last couple of years. You know, along those lines. Uh, AB erupted in the final week, I believe, because Juju won the team vote for MVP. Right. And, and I'm, I'm sticking with that. And, you know, ever since AB walked, the pressure's been on Juju. And not just because of that, but because he was the next guy and he had to step up and be the one. Well, you know, I, I think there was some pressure on him early in the year. 
Then he got injured. You know, he he was playing with that uh, toe problem too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, he uh, uh, got injured. And then they won what three games without him. Right. And other other receivers began to develop. So I'm thinking that Juju steps back in without that pressure this time. Not that he can't handle it. I'm not saying that. But it's just it's it's more gravy. Just like we were talking about going to the playoffs with Duck. It's more of a gravy situation for Juju because they've won with other receivers and they can still win with those receivers. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see Juju get into this mix without all that pressure he had early. Wax, I think you're right on. Look, the absence of Juju has created space for guys like Deontay, guys like James Washington, guys like that to be able to prosper and advance their skill set and be able to grow as players. Because you don't have Juju taking you know, some of the coverage away from you maybe like they would ordinarily. And you've got to make your own you know, ability to get open. You've got to break away from the coverage. It's not about uh, rolling coverage to Juju and then leaving you always singled up. So for Deontay and James Washington, to me, I think it's been a great couple of several weeks now of, of being able to grow as players. Absolutely. You know, when you have to get better, when you have to do other things, advance your skills, then you do sometimes. And both of those guys have, and even Deion Kane has, I believe. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, Deion Kane. I, I, I'm excited about him. I, 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 the, you just see the raw speed and the good hands. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited mm-hmm. about him. His hands seem to be better than all the advertising that came right. with him. You know, two guys, Deion Kane and Kareth White. Go ahead. Or all the drops that I watch in practice. <laughs> he drops a lot of balls in practice. At least he did that first week. Yeah, I do Last remember that. Last week wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah. The thing I, but, I you know, uh, go ahead. No, I just I did talk to other people in the locker room. I, I, um, I Robert Foster is a local uh, guy from Center Valley or is it Central Valley in Beaver County, and he went to Alabama, and he was a four three guy, and he's emerging now with the Bills like he never really did in college. So, uh, you know, I I saw Minka, Alabama kid, and uh, Minka saw me. So he started moving. You know, he has great locker room vision. (laughs) He knows knows when a reporter's got something on his mind and wants to come over and ask a few dull questions. Right. So So (laughs) Minka's sliding out the doors. I'm coming. Hey, Minka, Minka, Minka. (laughs) Give me some insight on Robert Foster. And as he's walking, he goes, he's fast. No, what else about him? Well, he's real fast. <laughs> I, I said, uh, uh, did you play with him at Alabama? He said, yeah, three years. And, and you know, what, what, can, what else can you tell me? Uh, nothing besides he's fast. He's very fast. <laughs> and uh, I said, did he ever run by you? And he said, never, not even in games. And I've played him twice a year. So uh, Mink is aware. And I asked Isaiah Bugs, and Isaiah Bugs said, I don't know, man. I don't have to cover him. I don't know <laughs> about Robert Foster. See, <laughs> but he, I did he him he, in high school. I, I actually did one of his high school games of the week as a high school youngster, yeah. Robert Foster. He was terrific. Okay. Is it Central Valley? Central Valley, yes. Center, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, he didn't really emerge at Alabama. You know how many guys they have at a position. You don't. 
you drop a ball, you go to the end of the line, and you may, may not come back. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I did go over to Isaiah, and I said, uh, what can you tell me about Robert Foster? He said, that's a better question for Minka. <laughs> and I said, man, don't run me in that loop again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So who, who else did you talk to? Uh, besides, I talked to I talked to Stephen Nelson. There really, you know, you guys were right. There really is a quiet locker room. There's yeah. There's no there's no big story to go to. Um, you know, you know it, Joe Hayden. Right. I have a, I, I'm doing a story on Joe Hayden, and I talked to Stephen Nelson. He just, uh, uh, you know, of course, when Stephen came here, he, Joe was the first guy to contact him, and um, he just he he watches Joe and he, he learns from him every day. He said. And Joe has four picks, and Stephen has zero. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen doesn't get the ball thrown to his side home right. at all. Yeah. Why do they keep punch? Tell me, why do they throw to Joe Hayden's side? I mean, he he is the more highly decorated corner. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think uh, um, he the the uh, pick that he the two picks he had uh, uh, were, were looked like they were in zone. Well, the first one was in cover two. And he came off uh, the outside receiver and just jumped the route. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think, you know, I think as a young quarterback, um, Kyler Murray's not thinking I'm going to stay away from Joe Hayden. He just uh, thinks that, you know, because of the the uh, the only six interceptions he threw, I think he's confident in his arm and he's going to make the play. Uh, and uh, I think that's why, uh, you know, he was going. And it's uh, for a right-handed quarterback, uh, 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 Wex, it's easier to go to the right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's easier to set your feet going to the right. Now, uh, Kyler Murley does a great uh, job uh, uh, setting his feet to the left and getting his hips around and making the throw, scrambling to his left. But uh, it, it's, uh, I, I think it's easier to throw to the to the right side. I mean, that's what Bradshaw always did because Swanee was on the right side, Stahl was on the left, and uh, uh, Stahl thought he was snubbing him. So uh, Stahl bought him a shirt uh, <laughs> to get more throws. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, probably brought him coffee. And uh, Well, it's always a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt about uh, it. The, the other story uh, line this week is the Edmonds brothers, of course. Yeah. I, I found it amusing that they would be, if if Trey plays with James Conner looking to be active, uh, hopefully Trey gets to play some special teams and they all three get to play. It would be the first time three brothers have played in the same game since <laughs> three Roonies. Yeah. I assume they're not related to these Roonies. Yeah, because they're the Duluth Eskimos, huh? Duluth Eskimos. The Duluth Eskimos. Eskimos in yeah. The 20s, right, right. 1927, so Gadzooks. Yeah. I mean, that's like crazy. <laughs> you would think there would be another one, yeah. But, no, this would be the first. And it may not come off if the numbers aren't right to activate Trey. Yeah, well, that's true. Who actually who actually has more interceptions than Terrell, the strong safety? Right, right. Uh, he had that pick on the uh, fake punt. You yeah. know what's so funny? Right. I was talking with Terrell last night because we had him out. We were at the, his show out at the Giant Eagle in the uh, you know in Rob Robinson the Market District there, and I was asking him. I'm going, 
Didn't it? Did you get nervous at all when Joe said, "Hey, I'm going to jump the route if the receiver goes to the outside. I'm going to come underneath." And then he goes, "Well, I kind of thought." I go, "Did you say, hey, let's think about it or talk about it for a moment?" He goes, "There wasn't enough time." <laughs> he told me he's going for the ball, and I'm I'm just like, okay. You know, it's Joe. It's well, Joe Hayden. What are you going to do? And, and you know what? The great thing about that was when when a quarterback, you know, when they when they went to four and five wide receivers, he he's thrown to the slot almost exclusively, Jim, and it's all yeah. it's all timing. And so uh, when when you're working timing routes, the secondary has the ability to time up your routes as well. And that's what Joe Hayden did. He he timed up the route, and that's why I, I, you know, when he when he probably saw empty and five receivers, he said, "Okay, he's going to the slot to the right side because that's where uh, most of the time he does go." Yeah, that was beautiful play. Beautiful play. You know, uh, a a rather ugly play was the touchdown. Terrell, I don't know if he allowed it, but I thought he'd get more vertical on that jump. You know, I did like see, yeah. Looks like knee jumping instead of, I mean, he's a 43-inch guy from the combine, I believe. Yeah, I. you know what? It was either lack of, you know, angle. Or timing. Timing, what yeah, have you. Yeah. Timing. He, 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 uh, he, 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 he crested, and then he was on the, on the way down, and that's when he, uh, you know, the, uh, unfortunately, he, he mistimed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Wex, anything All else, right, brother? Boys. I'm sorry. Anything else, brother, before we roll on? No, nothing Beautiful. else. Just lunch. Just <laughs> oh, lunch. I'll see you for lunch, brother. <laughs> All righty. That's Jim Wexel, yeah, Steel we'll City Insider. Yeah, you know it, baby. You know it. <laughs> see you in a little bit, my friend. Thanks so much. Of course, that's Jim Wexel, and you can catch him at Steel City Insider. And uh, All right, we are going to break, and we'll be back with more right here in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. And uh, we are motoring right along, and I think it's time to throw open the phone lines. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mike in uh, Seattle. Mike, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, brother. How you doing? Fabulous. Doing good. Hey, I just want to add to you guys about the whole Twitch thing. Okay. Keep in mind this. When we are coming into a technology age for a new generation, everything is going to the Internet. It's all about streaming. It's all about money. So if you guys think about it, like Howard Stern's show, how he has his radio station and has live cameras, he makes money off of how many people actually look in on his stream. So if you guys actually did that, especially with all the fans that call in and all the people that listen, you can do probably the same thing because the only way I can listen to you guys is through the Steelers um, Nation Radio app. Keep that in mind. Uh, so, so you're you're saying we can make more money? <laughs> you can make more money. I'm telling you, man, because with Twitch, the way it happens is yes, you can play a game, but I'm pretty sure you guys have Amazon Prime. You can turn on the Thursday night game on Amazon Prime and play video games. At the same time. How do you so, do that? You, know, you only got one screen. 
Hey, it's, it's called a split screen. Yeah. So with, with Xbox, with PlayStation, they have their own channels now to where you can watch live TV. So I can split over, play a game, and watch football at the same time. Wow. So it works. Wow, it indeed. Works, Technology. Technology. So just something to heads up for you guys for your future. Maybe get some live streams in on your radios. Um for your radio time in the lockers, and you could get more money on that. But second thing, I only got two things. Uh, one thing, I want to ask a question, especially with all this stuff going on with New England. Yeah. As individuals and as personnel and players who get, you know, the drug fines to get suspended, do you think games should have that same uh, rule when it comes to stuff that New England does? Because what is it, like third or four times? They've been caught videotaping. No, this is. I think, I think it's only the second time, other than the big video gate, which was a big thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it, you would. I don't know how they get the benefit of the doubt. There's no way. Yeah. You can't possibly give them the benefit of the doubt. Right, and I feel like with with Sanders, kind of like what what happened with uh, Care in Cleveland. I mean, to me, I feel like they should forfeit that game. Yeah. If you got. Did yeah. you did you hear the first hour with Dave Lapham from the Cincinnati Bengals? Okay, yeah. So you know, it, it, it's Very interesting. interesting. It's interesting. Um, uh, you know, I was wondering if they were just videoing in the in the press box, but uh, when I heard that they they kept it folk they kept it focusing on the Bengals sidelines, um, that that shed a new light onto it. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is uh, Spygate revisited and, uh, it's going to be yeah. interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, uh, uh, hear what the, um, what, what what's going to come down yeah, as what's, punishment. What's going to come down as punishment. Well, I, and, and we already know it's going to be a fine, but my thing is what if it happens next year? You know, you should keep finding a multi-billion-dollar um, company. Absolutely, you know, that yeah, it doesn't hurt them at all. Yeah, but at taking all. away a first-round pick hurts them. Yeah, taking away a first-round yeah. pick definitely hurts. Awesome. And last thing, uh, I just want to say, I want to get the game ball, and I want to step outside the box for a minute because I have been a Steeler fan since '92. I want to give a game ball to our scouting coaches. Um, Kevin Colbert and his whole, um, you know, his whole team, because this guy is good. He's very good, um, especially with uh, drafting Keontae Johnson. I heard, I think it was Arizona, you know, when we drafted him, how bad and frustrated they were at us for drafting him, um, getting the duck, you know, a guy who was undrafted, and he's playing now, consistent, you know, consistently. Um, there's a lot of guys that we get, you know, just from our scouting, I believe we have the best scouting uh, team in the whole NFL just because you look at some of the people we draft and you go, I don't get it. But then when it comes to game day, you go, okay, now I get it. Now I understand. So I want to give it to those guys. I, I like it. And let me give you two examples of what you're talking about. Kareth White 
and Dion King. Yeah, and M- Minka Fitzpatrick. Well, yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, we'll go there. But, I mean, just just the fact that you can go in a time of need yeah. and, and have scouted a guy. It's easy to scout Minka. Yeah. But to go deep into somebody else's practice squad but, yeah, but and you, pick guys that but, get something done. Did you hear what Mike Tomlin said? He said these guys were guys that they liked uh, and they wanted to draft. Right. And so yeah. they, they, so he was. They, they were familiar with. Uh, They're familiar with uh, him, yeah, but you got to keep track yeah, of them. But yeah, and and I. But the the one thing I asked, and I've asked this several times, is how does how is Kareth White on the practice squad and not on the roster because he is an explosive uh, running back, you know? Right, uh, and the I, Bears didn't know it. Yeah. I would love to see more of him because I can see that quick speed that he has, and I. Just don't think he's getting enough reps, but it's probably because you know he needs to learn more of the playbook. But if you think about it, if we go into the playoffs, I believe we'll see more of him. All right, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, make your money. All more right. <laughs> more money, more, more money, more money. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome to the locker room, Juan. Hey, good morning, my brothers. How y'all doing? Doing great, brother. What's going on? Nothing much. Hey, I want to say I like Miss Kim. She gave you guys a new name, so I'm going to start calling y'all some young stars like she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be so far off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that was funny, buddy. Yeah, well, she was a very nice lady, and yeah. that was that was very uh, nice. No, she, yeah, she sounds she sounds like a fine young lady. I, I like her, man. She sounds like she, she's a good lady, yeah. So shout out to her. Yeah, so, all right. Um, Thanks. That was Karen um, from Long Beach. Karen right? from yeah. Long Beach. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah, and I, and I have to agree with her, too. Steelers are going to win going to win this game. You know why we're going to win? Because we got that? two airmen in Buffalo. We got two airmen brothers in Buffalo and we got one. So we're going to win this game. <laughs> I like that simple reasoning. Good. Yeah, that, that that's good, man. That's 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 very good. Yeah. And also, um, I was looking at Buffalo's stats. They're 21 against the run. So you guys think we should be able to run the ball on these guys? You know, I would think so just off the top of my very flat head. But the point being, you got to wait and see how this unfolds. I got to get into the uh, – watch a little bit of film, see what's going on. So, you know, they they run the ball well, and they get, they, they give up yardage on the run. So it, it could be a, a running game. And, you know, Sunday night – might be cold as you know what, and uh, it's going to be down in the twenties. I think yeah, I, I've heard uh, already. Uh, that, that and maybe we get some snow. That would be cool. Uh, that would be great. Cool. I, I Just love no rain. Yeah, the rain's miserable. Well, when it's twenty degrees, it's not going to rain. Well, that's all I'm saying. You know, Don't rain. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, the Steelers are going to wear the color wrestle. We five and one the color wrestle. That's that's the mojo right there. That's true. That's good mojo. The, the color, color rush. rush. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And also, and also, I want to say that punch. You say you don't believe in jinx, but you jinx us because I was listening to the um, broadcast of the game from Sunday. I was uh, listening to it over again, and you asked Wolf. You say Wolf, you like the fast start, and Wolf said, Yes, I do. And what happened? Soon as we got the ball back, Benny Snell fumbles. So you say something. <laughs> You know what I told him? You got to start carrying a salt shaker. Yeah. You know, throw salt over your shoulder, spit three times. And yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, hey, you know what? You are a man of mojo. Yeah. All right, brother. I I like that. Uh, all right, wine. You know, uh, you you can excuse me of a jinxer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my brother. Have a good one. Talk to you later. All, all right, right, man. All Take right. care, Juan. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to sarcastic sword parts unknown. Welcome to the locker room, sword. Thanks, guys. Long-time caller, first-time listener. You know, when I, <laughs> when, I, uh, when I think of you guys, two things come to mind, high-tech and money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I was watching uh, a good bit of the last two games that Buffalo played. I mean, it was almost like Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, the Dallas game on, on Thanksgiving, uh, they looked like a world-burner. Especially Allen. I mean, uh, great passing ability, uh, beautiful presence in the pocket, and extremely uh, uh, elusive uh, running ability. Then I watched the Ravens game. Uh, they were contained him a good bit, but my gosh, his receivers—they uh, must have dropped eight or ten passes that were right at them, and uh, had a lot to do, I think, with them losing. Uh, losing that game. But when you look at the record, like you guys are pointing out, they, they really haven't beat a whole lot of people. And, and I I really think uh, we got a great shot, at, uh, especially the way we got done containing Murray this past week. I think they'll be able to keep Allen in the pocket and collapse on him. His height and, you know, the way he throws the ball is going to be uh, something to be concerned about. But I, I, I certainly uh, – and confident in our defensive backfield that's really, really, really getting to be neater and neater to watch. I did want to bring up one thing about the running back situation. Uh, when you look at the stats, White ran the ball five times and had the same amount of yardage as uh, Snell yeah. had after 16 runs. And my question is, honestly, I haven't seen much film on him, his college days. Uh, he didn't do anything in, in Chicago, I guess, of note, but is are they uh, what's his passing ability like or his catching ability i mean if if you're a if you're a kick returner you can certainly catch the ball that's for sure you wouldn't right. be back yeah. there. but have you seen much of him uh in practice uh uh you know coming out of the backfield little flare passes he looks comfortable uh, is yeah. the only thing i can say sword you know I, I don't know haven't paid as much attention to you know does he run definitive routes and how he does it and things like that um to me it's he just looks comfortable with the ball in his hands when he's catching the ball you know do you think uh do you think well to receive passes takes a bit more than getting a handoff and going up the middle. So do you think it's more uh, his inexperience with our system yeah, than it I, is I, his I, talent? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's that uh, yeah. sort. I think they're going to uh, – you know, um, he said uh, – or Mike Tomlin said in his press conference, and this is uh, – you know, this is kind of – I agree with him. He said he's getting to know us and we're getting to know him and he's getting to know himself uh, because he has no, uh, uh, you know, he has no um, uh, NFL experience. But, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm excited about is I would love to get him in space, uh, either on screens, flat pats, check downs, because he is so explosive and he is so shifty and he is fast and, uh, and 
you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And so I think that uh, as, as we go on this season, you're going to see more and more of him. Well, I hope so. Uh, At least split the split the uh, runs up a little bit more uh, in his favor. He kind of disappears at times in the game, and for no reason, really. He, he's a uh, potential. Uh, there's potential to go the whole distance anytime he's got the ball, and I'd like to see him get it ten, twelve times a game. And, yeah. and maybe that'll maybe that'll eventually become what happens as we go down the road here. And it's, it's great to see these coaches utilizing these guys and go back eight weeks. You'd never imagine what we're watching here yeah. uh, was possible. And that's why I always tell people, let them become what they're going to be for God's sake. Let, let the season play out and watch everyone do their job from the scouting uh, uh, guys to the, to the coaches, let them do what they're there to do. And, and this is what, the results is it's it's just uh you know great drama to watch here yeah. all right watching gonna be a, a great one uh sunday night so uh uh, uh stay tuned i guess yeah all right thank Play- you sword. like a playoff game it would be yep. like a playoff game yeah thanks sarcastic sword uh parts unknown all right all right we're gonna take a break and we'll be back uh with more stuff he's wolf i'm touching you're in a locker room this is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. I don't know what his bonus was, and I don't know what other people's bonus is, so that would not be... Uh, an accurate assessment by me. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. All right, final bell lap here in the locker room. Tunch and Wolf. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah. I I, I want bell lap, okay? Okay, okay but, but, right. but we're, it's the football Fourth vernacular. Quarter. All right, well, we used to refer to it sometimes as the bell lap. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Uh, I, I don't remember that. Oh, no day goes by either without a little Pat Benatar, too. Yeah. Had to go Had yeah. to go there. You had to go there. Had you, to go there, yeah, indeed. You, All right. We go pad. to the phones. We got the phones. All right. Let's go to Eddie in Texas. Uh, Eddie, welcome to the locker room. Hey, greetings, guys, from deep in the heart of Texas. San Antonio, Steel Nation represent, checking in. Uh, right. I just had a quick uh, – yeah, I just had a quick question I wanted to get out of you guys. What do you guys think of Chris Boswell's performance this season? I think that guy is uh, really, really uh, improved from last season. Uh, he, he's a great field goal kicker. I'm really glad that the Steelers have stuck with him, stood by him. And uh, just all-around performances, uh, just wanted to get you guys' take on that. I agree. I agree, Eddie. He's, uh, you know, that the, they stuck with him. And, uh, you know, last year you could see – uh, by the body language that, uh, you know, he was down in the dumps. But this year you could see by his body language that he is confident and making – and obviously he's making kicks. Uh, you know, he's he's back to being his old money self. And uh, you, we'd love to call him money. The fact he is that you don't hear his name, and uh, you know, very much, it's all good. Yeah. It's just all good right now. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to show him a little love because, uh, yeah, just straight to the point you just made right now, if you're with uh, when it comes to kickers in the NFL, no news is good news, I guess. 
Right. But, uh, you know, I, I really want to give him his props. I'd like to give him a game ball as well. Um, also, just uh, being from South Texas, my dad was a lifelong uh, Oilers fan, and when they left, it really broke his heart. But he could, uh, he'd rather uh, go ahead and call it a quits on uh, football support altogether than follow the Tennessee Titans. So when the Houston, <laughs> uh, Houston Texans came along, uh, you know, he adapted to them. But uh, I just got to say, it's really great that uh, we have something else we can bond on over having a Watt brother on each team. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really amazing. That, that is one amazing uh, family gene pool there. Oh, it is. Guys, You're not kidding. You know, it is three. three football players in that family. Yeah, three NFL players in that family. Absolutely. Derek, yeah. Watt, is, Derek Watt is a really great special teams and uh, fullback as yeah. well. I think he got his first touchdown last week. So that's awesome for that family. Uh, but I just wanted to say uh, I really enjoy the show. It's the first time I called into you guys. I uh, just wanted to check in, represent San Antonio Steeler Nation, and uh, keep up the great work, guys. Love you it. You know, I, I, I was down there uh, years ago, uh, Eddie, and I, I love San Antonio. I, I, I love San Antonio. It's a, I know you kept calling San Antonio homes yeah. San Antonio. <laughs> you loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got it somebody else, my friend. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, we, we've got two callers. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the names. Let me ask you this. What? All right. Do you think Love Bell should have been fined for going to bowl an all-night, or at least a late-night bowling alley the night before a game after being missing two practices, being ruled out of the game Sunday, and, you know, they're afraid that he'd get everybody sick with I, the flu? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, what? if he was just bowling – you know that that it, you know. Oh, come on, that yeah. that's ridiculous. Why? Well, I, I mean, if you're sick, if you're that sick, yeah. Why aren't you in bed? You uh, stay in bed. Well, is he that sick? Was he that sick? They or were did, ruled. Or did, they or, ruled him out. Or did they keep him out just so he wouldn't pass the flu on? Well, the whole point is, back in the day, you would be kept by I, yourself. You were right, kept by yourself. I, I, I was quarantined. You yeah. I was quarantined. You're quarantined. Yeah. And yeah. you still go out and play. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand this. To me, it just it's I it, don't understand Lev Bell at all. Well yeah. think about this because then he also got headlines over the fact that, you know, uh I'm he felt that he was not getting enough opportunities. He, he, well it might help if you played the game. You play. Okay. All right, let's go to Denny in LA. Denny, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, buddy. How you doing, Denny? Good, real good. Um, I had this flashback the other day uh, watching our defense. Okay. The current defense. And, you know, back in the 70s, this is right after the Steelers finally had become something, it was more fun to watch the defense than it was the offense. Right. And I felt that same way the other day. It really is. It's a blast to watch them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you know that defense uh, in um, the mid seventies. You know, seventy four, seventy five. You know, the seventy six defense was probably the best defense oh, yeah. uh, ever. But you, you, you talk about Joe Green, Mel Blunt, Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, all Hall of Famers. Donnie Shell should be a Hall of Famer, and uh, Andy Russell should have been a Hall of uh, should be a Hall of Famer, and LC Greenwood should be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Hey, one other thing, since you were talking about Joshua Tree, yeah, the other day, I've been there a couple times. Uh, it's unique. It's worth seeing one time. It's not something you want to go back. Is it is it is is it nice hiking? 
Yeah, pretty good. It's all level. Oh. Uh, what this is, this is high desert, and it's got some volcanic rocks and things that make really unique, uh, uh, if you will, areas where you can see these big old boulders. You know, well, does it have a big Joshua them. tree? <laughs> Oh, there's lots of Joshua trees. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, like you see the YouTube album, it's got the Joshua tree, right? Yeah. And it's a big old Joshua tree. <laughs> so is hey, it? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what you can see. What's that? Okay. You go to the highest point in the park, and there's a road that takes you up there, and there's a big overlook. Okay, you look down into Palm Springs and all that. Uh-huh. What's really interesting, you can see the San Andreas Fault. You wow. You see it. All you do is look down at the ten, which is you know, the, that's the that's the freeway going through through Palm Springs. Look to the right of it, and you can see that line is clear as a bell. So, so Denny, is it is it a nice hike to the uh, to the summit um, there? Yeah, nothing challenging. Nothing challenging. Okay, I mean, it's it's pretty level. Like I said, it's high desert, uh-huh. and up in the high desert, you don't get a whole lot of that unless you you know. Okay. In the mountains. Okay. But it's a cool place. All right. And at night, watch for the UFO. Watch for the UFOs at night. Oh, now you're cooking, baby. <laughs> UFOs at night. UFOs. Well, Wolf loves that. Yeah. Come on, yeah, we got to go yeah. see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is uh, UFO heaven. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. Thanks for the call, Denny. Hey guys, love the show. You know I do. I mean, I've been listening to you guys forever. Uh, thank you so much, and we are humbled by that. Thank, thank you, you my friend. Thank you for listening, Denny. Appreciate and appreciate the uh, uh, advice on Joshua Tree. Let's go to Slaughter in New Orleans. Slaughter, welcome to the locker room. Hey, how y'all doing there? Good, doing buddy. I just want to say I think, we, I think we can go far in the playoffs because the only games we had lost were bad was the one against New England Patriots. Uh-huh. The rest of them, we've been badly losing, like, by seven points, and it's been our fault by fumbling or intercepting. So I do believe we could go far in the playoffs. You yeah. know, but here's the thing about it. You go back to 05. They won their last, what, four or five games in the row, right. Chalooch? Yeah, they, they they started after the Bears. They lost to Cincinnati, That's then they it. got on a roll after Just the Bears. Just get hot, yeah, baby. Yeah. You get hot. Yeah. But they also yes, had a, they exactly. also had Ben right yeah yeah but still even though without Ben we still been doing great right in the the turnovers so if we can stop that I do believe we can go far well you and stop your bleeding and you make them bleed the next level yeah right yeah, yeah. I, I I agree I like with you guys. slaughter you know I I I like Duck and the decisions he makes. And uh, you know he makes them quick, and and you know he's he's yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to watch, uh, you know. But you got to win this one uh, Sunday night, Slaughter. Yep, and I do believe we can. Yeah, and we will show it this week. Yeah, Sunday night. All right. Thank, All right, then. Thank, thank you, brother. Guys. Appreciate thank it. You. Thanks for the call. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of interesting that. We're in this position. You would have never thought it. No, and, and one and four. Yeah, you would have been down. Yeah, you would have never thought. You're it. like going get Zooks, man. It, it's all but over. Yeah, but I love the fact that this defense has played so very strong, so right. very hard. Yeah, throughout uh, the rest of the season here, man. They are. You know that it does give you some anticipation. Think about this, Luch. Yeah, you get uh, Javon and you get Bud Dupree. I don't know if you can get him back next year, and you get Ben back. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's yeah, the, you know that's that is a Super Bowl quality defense oh where we've got here. All right, let's go to the phones, Joe in North Carolina. Joe, welcome to the locker room. Joe, hey, you, how you doing? Know, I'm so glad to get through the uh, Thanks, buddy. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, we yeah, got you, brother. Oh, hey, um, again, I, I just wanted to comment. I was watching the, uh, I guess, Cohen or whatever. He had his top, you know, 10 picks in the NFL. And it was kind of upsetting that our defense wasn't on there. And they, you know, spoke of all these things, all these, spoke of all these defenses. And they even spoke of the offenses that wasn't that great. But they still didn't give us our props. And I'm just like, they still ain't giving us our props. Now, I know that, you know, I thought I was a Duck supporter from the very beginning. I thought he looked more comfortable back there. I just thought he was the man, going to be the man. He should have been the man. But um, so I was excited when he got in there. I just think they just ain't gave us our props yet. yet. And I don't know if it's just because, you know, we're the Steelers and we just got it like that all the time. Um, but this is a, I, I just want, I can't wait to hear those, you know, because I watch all of them. I'm on YouTube. I pull all of them all the different TV shows up, and they just still ain't giving the Steelers our props. And I, I, that's kind of upsetting. That's all. You know what? Take a chill pill, brother. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because those guys are inconsequential. Yeah. What happens is what happens on Sunday. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Right. You, you know what? Uh, and, and, Joe, you know, we know what we have. We know the Steelers. We know what a great coach Mike Tomlin is. We know uh, that his assistants are great coaches. And so, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're always going to, you know, the, the national media, I don't think they like the Steelers. And uh, it, it's, easier, it, it's easier to pick against them, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and one more thing I wanted to say. I grew up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're, 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 just... you're good. I just wanted to say, I grew up, I'm from the north side. I grew up right there on the north side, and, and I, I watch you all play. And, of course, I'm, I'm in 51 years old, and uh, I grew up to still current. I watch you all play, both of you all play, and I'm just so excited. That, like I said, I listen to you every day, and I was so glad to get off a little earlier today, and I was like, they got to be on. I got to catch them. <laughs> so, um, again, I appreciate you know, the information y'all give. Thank you well, so thank much, you, brother. Joe. And thank it's, you. it's humbling, and yeah. we greatly appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Joe, my 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 son and daughter-in-law, Jess, and uh, uh, their two grandkids lives on the north side too. So I've, I'm I, I, I'm a big frequent visitor uh, to the north side. Um, it's a great place yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, it is great. It is a great place. Uh, um, so you know, it, it, it the, this game. It's going to be very, very big. It's going to be huge, Chaluch. And I'm excited about coming up, uh, you know, this afternoon. They get started with practice. They get moving forward towards right. the game. The, today is the official launch towards the Yeah, the game the plans Buff put Bills. in today. Absolutely. And I'm just trying to contemplate, you know, do I do I get out of my – how do I get hold of some beef on weck? You know, maybe some, some good wings. A little something to why, celebrate why the Buffalonianism. You know, today, Sean McDermott, Will be on the conference call. Uh, why don't you ask him to be bring you some beef on wax? Yeah, maybe that. I yeah. think yeah, he'll probably be copacetic with that. By the yeah. way, speaking of Sean McDermott, did you realize he and Mike Tomlin were teammates at, at William and Mary? Yeah, 
Yeah, How about I, I knew that? that. Yeah, because he, he, you know, uh, Mike talked about it. Yeah, think about the fact that you got two guys from a small college like William and Mary, right? Head coaches in in the NFL. I think that's rather remarkable. Right. Yeah, and uh, it, it's very, very, very cool. Very, well, very cool. You know, the I, I just I doubt that they're going to be exchanging any sort of you know pleasantries well, ahead of time. Yeah. Do you think? Well, no, I think they will. You know, he said. You know, Mike Tomlin said he loves Sean McDermott. No, no. I mean, you, you love the guy, but, but I mean, but do you, you call you, him up ahead of time and go? You know what? I noticed you got a tendency on this and that. Blah, 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 no, blah. you know what? I I think they keep it social. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they talk, but they're not going to talk football. Uh, they're just going to talk family. How's you? You know, how's your what if kid? one is like really good at questioning the other? I mean, yeah. you can find out some some things. You know, I mean, right? Like so, like everyone could find out from you. <laughs> Slip of the lip will sink the ship. <laughs> You you were you were you were dying. What, to, what you are you were, kidding me? You were dying to tell Ronnie they're gonna kick it to you, Ronnie. They're gonna kick it to you. Be I, well, you know what? What are you gonna do? That's your brother. Yeah. I mean, you're worried about yeah. your brother. Yeah, he's your baby brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you blew it. <laughs> I did not. You did. I he, did the right thing. Yeah, because he he. You go be careful, and he goes. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> no, he goes. I know what you mean. He understood the fact that the big brother wanted to protect the little brother, right. wanted to, you know, give him some sort of edge, and he couldn't what do it. Did, did we kick it to him? Yeah. I, I just returned, you know, it was I, like. I, I, don't, I don't remember. You know Ronnie. Ronnie's a running back who once said, you know, uh, I'm the kind of back, if you need two yards, I'll get you two yards. And if you need four yards, I'll get you two yards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of back yeah. he was. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ronnie was the best he He, was the he was the best he is the best well and folks you are the best and we appreciate everybody who comes alongside comes in the locker room tunch and i are both so grateful and we enjoyed talking uh, on the phones with all the callers that call in and check in from steelers nation across the the country it's just great to hear from san antonio steelers nation cleveland steelers nation cincinnati yeah and we'll see more uh, i will hear more from you here tomorrow yeah see you later so long and god bless everybody